Hey everyone, welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast, episode 128. It is Wednesday while I'm recording. It is a Wednesday while I'm recording, even though I usually record on Thursday. But I'm headed to Chicago today for some things, and girlfriend has some business um, in Chicago. So we'll be there for a couple days. Um, But it's good to be here. Of course, you guys know the drill. Wherever you're listening, make sure you five-star rate, review, and support the podcast is a link to also support the podcast. We love doing this content. And follow me on all my socials. I'm recently on TikTok. It's a whole new world over there. I'm trying to get used to it, trying to get hip. All right. I I, I caved. I got I have one. All right. Sue me. I have one. I'm trying to get hip. We all got to do it. Um make sure that your five-star rate review support the podcast, as we said before. This week, of course, we'll talk about what's the news, market sentiment, what's going on, inflation report coming. We'll talk all of that. We'll also talk the financial roundtable. I think I want to dive into credit cards a little bit. I'm hearing so much about points, this, that. What does it really mean? Should you have one? Should you not? Should you use it? Should you not? We'll talk about all that, of course. So thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoy the show. Market update and what's in the news, folks. Let's talk about it. So as we sit here, five-day move on the markets on the S&P 500, we're about flat, right? Um, there's not much news right now. It's pretty much a quiet period. Every time I'm going to do a sit- hit on CNBC this week, they're like, oh, it's pretty quiet. Is there anything that's going on? Pretty quiet. We're waiting for the inflation numbers to come out this morning, 830. Um, this is Wednesday. So by the time you hear this, it will be out. Uh, people think it's going to be hotter than expected inflation. Um, CPI is looking at 8.6% year over year. That's the expectations right now. Core a little bit lower, around 6 or something percent. But if we heavily exceed that or if we're lower, we'll have a big tell on what the markets do over the next several weeks because um, that will push the Fed to either be you know more stringent on rate hikes or they can pull back a little bit, right? Um, because you're seeing companies saying, hey, we're going to freeze hiring. We're going to stop hiring. Microsoft made 1% job cuts. Google Alphabet said that they're going to just slow down the pace of hiring, which is, in effect, a hiring freeze, right? So that's going to be the big thing that's coming out, and we'll know more about the markets. And it's pretty much been a quiet time, which isn't bad. It's a quiet time in the markets. But consumer prices are supposed to shoot higher in June. The headline consumer price index is expected to reach 8.8% year over year. That's according to the Dow Jones estimate. But economists say that considering the fall off in gas prices, Jude's headline CPI could be the peak inflation. Everyone's looking for peak. Are we going to slow down the rate of inflation? Is we at peak? Are we at peak? We haven't peaked yet. And I don't think we're peaking anytime soon. Um, But, you know, we'll see. A lot of people are looking at the core numbers stripping out energy and food, but that's to make makes no sense because everyone buys food. But hey, we'll see what those numbers say um, when they come out later this morning. And by the time you guys hear it, it'll be yesterday. Um, and let's move on to more business news. There's, you know, still quiet on the markets front, but there's a lot going on when you're talking about business. And the first and biggest one is the Twitter Elon Musk. I did a post on CNBC socials. You can go to their socials and see the post just talking about an update on Twitter and Elon Musk and what's going on. So this has twists and turns. This feud, this saga has so many twists and turns. Last week, Elon Musk said, uh, Elon Musk and his lawyers sent a letter to Twitter stating that he would no longer want to go through the purchasing of the company. He said he no longer wants to do it. Um, He wanted to terminate his proposed $44 billion acquisition of Twitter. 
Um, and he pretty much said that he plans to scrap the deal just because that there's too many spam accounts. Um, and he didn't get the information he needed. Uh, so that was his reasoning. But Twitter fire, fired back. Twitter sent a you know a filing and they sent um, a notice back saying that, hey, we're going to sue. And they did sue as of yesterday. I think it was this morning or maybe yesterday. Twitter sued Elon Musk and said, hey, you have to complete this deal. Remember, he was... He proposed unsolicited to buy Twitter for fifty four dollars and twenty cents, which is forty four billion dollars. Of course, Twitter's valuation um, has come down considerably as the market's turned, and because of the topsy turvy of this deal, right? Their their business um, has turned. So right now they're at thirty four dollars a share. So that's a significant premium over what he offered. And he's actually his net worth has gone down, obviously <laughs> relative to everyone else. Doesn't matter, but it's gone down because of the of of you know the market, general market, and Tesla. So he was backing a lot of this by his own equity um, debt secured by his Tesla stock, uh, which that has gone down a bit, right? And so if you look at the market cap of Twitter, it's actually twenty six billion dollar market cap right now. So it's a considerable premium to what it's trade to what um he offered, right? Um, and even back when he offered, which I don't even remember when it was a few months, a couple months back here. They were still a little bit higher, but this is Twitter that a year ago used to be trading at $69 a share, right? This is interesting right now. And now it's at $34 a share. So he's pretty much, a lot of people think he's trying to get out of the deal because he no longer wants the business. Um, he's trying to weasel out. It's not going to be that easy. I did the post on CNBC about eight possible outcomes. We talked on four of them. One would be the breakup fee. Twitter, Elon Musk could pay a $1 billion breakup fee. That seems to be out of the picture because he was sued, go to suit. It could go to the courts. Um, and, you know, there's not a lot of precedents on judges forcing a purchase of a company, but there are precedents of the judge forcing um, a deal to be completed even if the buyer wants to weasel out. Uh, Tyson Foods is one example. So that was um, another example we touched on. Um, so there's a few more options. I'd go to our CNBC post um, and see them, but it's it's a saga that continues on and it's going to get Quite interesting because this battle is going to rage on um, for quite a bit of time. Um, and we'll see the resolution going forward. Peloton said it's going to stop making its own equipment and it's going to pivot to some manufacturing to outsource it, outsource all of its equipment. Can you believe it? Yes, folks. Yes. Peloton this week said they're going to stop making their own equipment, they're going to outsource it. Um, and, you know, I think it's a hard pivot from what they were doing prior. It's pretty much the fact that, you know, their primary manufacturer, they want to save money. They're doing a whole restructuring and trying to save money. So they scrap plans for their $400 million Ohio factory. Um, and they're going to use their Taiwanese partner, Rexon Industrial. And it's going to be the primary manufacturer of its bikes and treads. So that's what they're doing. It's reverse of mid-pandemic. They're like, all right, we're slowing down on revenue on top line. How do we structure our business? So a little bit more efficient, a little bit more streamlined, save on costs. And so that's what they're doing. Um, and it's a big, big move because, yeah, a lot of companies are feeling that right now. We're pivoting slightly, and so companies are feeling that pivot and making adjustments. Speaking of adjustments, the U.S. dollar and the euro hit parity yesterday for the first time in 20 years. That's the main difference. Uh, so that, that means the main difference between the euro, uh, one euro and one dollar, is that one's a coin and the other's a bill. 
The euro has fallen 12% since the start of the year as traders have grown bearish on the European economy, which is struggling under soaring inflation and energy shortages. Meanwhile, the U.S. dollar is on a roll as investors are piling into a little bit of safe haven currency during times of uncertainty. Um, so, yeah, this is the first time they're at parity, one-to-one, one-to-one exchange. That's quite interesting. It hasn't happened in 20 years. There's so much happening that happened ha- hasn't happened in a long time in the markets and the economy. And that's what we're dealing with now. In more news, I thought this was, um, you know, unfortunate. But Starbucks is closing 16 locations across the U.S. due to concerns of safety, um, due to concerns of safety in the stores, right? And I was just talking to my girlfriend about this. I was seeing some of that, you know, I can't presume, but they looked homeless. They had a bunch of stuff with them, um, and they were in a Starbucks store. And I was happy that they were able to be there. You know, it's hot out here in New York, but if it was winter, you know, someone could stay in there and be able to be safe and be warm and now it's like Starbucks, they're usually pretty good at that. I have to give them credit. They're usually pretty good. They used to have their bathrooms open, let people sit without, you know, everyone's not bugging each other and everyone's fine. Everyone's at peace. But now they're doing 16 locations because of, you know, safety concerns. It seems to be in Seattle, Los Angeles, Philly, Washington, D.C., Portland, Oregon. Not in New York. New York is pretty good with this. I love that New York is not on this list. Um, but... You know, they are do making that decision, um, and I'm sure there's some business needs or business things for that decision. But I thought it was an interesting story, and hopefully that can be resolved. So wait, that is all we had for news, current updates. We'll get into the financial roundtable next. Gather around us the financial roundtable. We discuss topics, concerns, questions. Sometimes um, this week, I saw I'm seeing a lot of stuff about credit cards and just in general um, points, hacks, tricks, tips. What is it good for? What is it not? Everyone wants credit cards. Um, so I'm like, all right, I'm not a big credit card person. I don't use it really, and if I do, it's paid off, you know, right away. Um, so, but I mean, in some cases it makes sense, right? Um, and sometimes it's good to use, but again, not a big credit card person, not a credit card expert or something that you don't really have to be an expert. It's pretty simple, straightforward. Um, but in general, what are the pros and cons? Cause I always thought of like, this is more of a pros and cons thing versus just get it. So you can do reward points and do all this hacks and stuff that may not, may not be needed. Um, and, and aren't really like hacks, right? You, credit card is money that you're borrowing. Um, so what are the cons? A couple of cons, of course, it's, you know, oh, let's go with the pros first. What's the first pro? They are a way to build credit, right? If you're able to use it, pay it off right away, similar to what I do. Uh, what I do is, you know, if I ever use it, pay it off right away. You can build your credit that way and all that good stuff. You can show consistent borrowing and paying track record in history. That's what um, one way of, of doing that, right? Um, Let's go to the con next. We'll, we'll kind of flip-flop. High cost of borrowing. Yes, they're convenient, and people are like, oh, I'll just use it for this thing. That's the thing. You have to be very disciplined when you have one because if you're like, all right, I'll just use it. I'll pay it off with cash. What if something doesn't happen? The cash doesn't come in. What if something doesn't happen? You don't get that bonus you're expecting. Then you have a high cost of borrowing on your card, right? And you see the APRs anywhere between 15 and 23%. They could be extremely high, and it just digs yourself in the hole because that's not free cash. That's your cash that you owe them right? And then you have to pay back later. So it's not a way of just, you know, getting scot free or, you know, and it's high cost of borrowing. 20% is the highest interest rate you're ever going to see, right? That's like really high. Um, pros, um, you know, I think when you're buying online and stuff, it might be better to use like a card so you don't lose real debit or cash uh, when it comes to sort of those things. Um, cons, we talked about again, 
digging yourself in a hole. If you have a high credit limit, I have a high credit limit because I have a high credit score. Um, um, it could dig yourself in a hole if you just use it again. That the discipline factor. It's it, if you don't have discipline for it, um, it may not be the best thing. Just because you can dig yourself in a hole that may not be able to get out of. And when you're getting out of it, it sucks because you're using your own cash that could have been saved, invested for something else, discretionary. Uh, but you're digging yourself out of a hole that was done through, um, you know, I wouldn't say lack of discipline, but just some some cases lack of discipline, some cases stuff that you needed. But be having to be careful with it is very, very important. Big thing, reward points. Um, everyone's talking about reward points now. Again, um, that's something that is a good portion of it but it's not something you buy a card for in my estimation unless you you know talk to these people that have all these awards and credits and offers and all this stuff um you know that's a different situation but there are points there are good things um in, the, in that aspect and i know a lot of people have these hacks for travel so hit their pages up maybe they have something there for people that are using it um in a way that they find responsible yes folks that is it for this week we got through a lot um we do this every week uh, make sure you like, subscribe, support the podcast. Follow me on my socials, Delano Soporu. We'll talk very soon.